You're listening to Leader FM. Leader FM is hosted by executive coach Dr. Scott Francis and marketing media man Tony Creech. Okay, so I had a question come in, a good one for us to talk about. Can we maintain objectivity when we're triggered? What do you think? I can. I'm triggered right now. <laughs> and look at you. You're just so cool. cool. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, there's a quote. Who said? I don't know who first said this. I know Stan Peter says it a lot. And that's anger makes you stupid. <laughs> oh yeah. And I guess when when you're in the angry moment, if you're ang- if anger is what's, you're triggered or you're an anxious, you get into this moment where you're not thinking. So if we're talking about the micro moment, there's a lot of stuff that builds into how we react to those moments, of course. But uh, yeah, you're the dumbest when that emotion has jumped into the front. Okay, so one time when I was in my first year firefighting, so I was in a a very small town, the very first fire department I was part of, Mm. and this was the second call that I ever got. And we would say, not that anger makes you stupid, but Mm. that adrenaline makes you stupid. Mm. Right. So uh, first or sorry, second call I ever got. And when your call comes in, you just especially when you're you're younger, you get buck fever. You're just so full of adrenaline and spunk and you're just totally excited. So Mm. I go to the door of the fire hall. I happen to be the first one there and and it's frozen shut because it was minus 40. Okay. so I go to open the door and it's one of these key key one where you you had to put in the code frozen shut. It doesn't work. And I'm thinking, oh, no, we got to be heroes and save the day. I'm not thinking. It's just pure adrenaline, right? So I got, I'm thinking, we have to bash the door in. So I go ripping, ripping around the building, and I found this big steel post that had at one time been in the ground, right? And it had a bunch of cement still caked on it. And I drag it around. This, none of the other guys have showed up yet. And I'm dragging it around front, and I'm just about to lift it up uh, with all my weight and, and, and ram it into the door when one of the other guys shows up. And of course, every other guy had a key, you know, and he's, and, and they just start laughing at me. They're just giving me the gears. And of course, you know what it's like with, with these macho kind of places. Mm-hmm. That's what they tease me about. And I, you know what? I just saw my old chief. <laughs> this is now 10 years later and he's still telling that story. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Still telling that story because adrenaline makes you stupid. Mm-hmm. Totally stupid. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's makes, that's scary when you think about it. Well, yeah. You got all these firefighters that, yeah. <laughs> that are all not thinking. Okay, but the biology yeah. is, uh-huh. is actually really mm-hmm. uh, critical here to, to take a second on. Mm-hmm. Um, when something happens that, that triggers you, that you're, say, you're angry or you're aroused or you are um, afraid, any of those kind of emotions, they cause an immediate chemical response in your, in your bloodstream, right? Usually it's a surge of adrenaline and cortisol. And those two chemicals do radically radically different things to different parts of your body. And the, one of the most crazy things is that your cerebral cortex, the, the, the outer part of your brain, and especially mm-hmm. the frontal lobe, the part that you use your for logic and for um, wisdom your and Spock for brain? language. Yes, your Spock brain. <laughs> sure. That bit. So, so when you get adrenaline and cortisol, mm-hmm. the, um, the veins and arteries... Mm-hmm. And uh, sorry, the capillaries, the small little ones, when adrenaline hits them, some of them have been already pre-cued to open up, Mm -hmm. whereas other ones are told to squeeze down, okay? So adrenaline hits the one part of the brain, the lizard brain, 
the just respond, fight, mm -hmm. flight, or freeze, that bit gets a surge of more blood, mm -hmm. right? Whereas the cerebral yeah. cortex, it shrinks right up on you, right? Mm -hmm. So literally, it actually does make you stupid. Mm -hmm. Your logic shuts down and you're just about mm -hmm. fighting or, or running mm -hmm. away or, or just freezing in place. Mm -hmm. So yes, in answer to the question, triggering, when you get triggered, you are less capable of, of staying objective mm -hmm. and thinking logically. And that doesn't mean there's nothing you can do about it. No. One, obviously, search and rescue people, they put themselves in situations and learn, like we were talking, cycling. They learn a cycle or a pattern in, and what to do in those situations and then put themselves in that situation again and again so that they can react, they can respond to it instead of go into that. Yeah. And then they create a pattern, a behavior pattern in their brain so that instead of this other pattern taking over, when the reptilian brain comes in, you have, you have a, different, a different approach. But no. but what but it's, it's still going to get you. You're still going to reptilian, mammalian. Yeah, they call it the lizard brain. Lizard, and the mammals, mammal, and, and then, then the ape brain. I don't know what you call that. I'm not sure what they call it. it. Basically, think of it as in three layers. We talk about the lizard brain and so much that it's like I forget the other names. Yeah, just think of it in three layers. The, there's the first bit there, which is all instinct. about instinct. Yeah. Next bit is about emotion, mm -hmm. and the next bit's about logic. Clear thinking. And and and, and that's more for higher animals like. Mm -hmm you know, humans and some of the apes and some whales. And I think mm -hmm. rats actually have the, I think they have the prefrontal. Don't quote me on that. I'm not sure. Search it. <laughs> so, so uh, when we, when we're in the situation, when we are triggered, when we can recognize that we're triggered, yes. we can build a process into ourselves to react differently. And it doesn't mean we can think sometimes that process is like, like right now, I'm trying to do this with myself because I have a family, and sometimes sometimes that makes you triggered. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm trying to just throw a, a breath in there. It's just a mindful breath to breathe and to listen to my own. And uh, because if I can do that, then I can step back. Even if I can just think about and s label the emotion itself, it becomes separate from me and not I am angry, but. Oh, I have some anger there. I have, right. you know, and that sep that slight separation, that slight moment can pull you just out of that the spike. Yeah, yeah. So uh, there's a few techniques here, and what mm -hmm. you're describing there, you can use, uh, for example, when a sports team, when things are starting to go the wrong way, like I watch this in volleyball Which all the time. Do. Yeah, all of a sudden the score is going the wrong way. The other team is all of a sudden getting three or four points up on you, mm -hmm. and you can see that your team is starting to uh, to get in their head too much. They start panicking and they start having this, this uh, cortisol response, stress response. Mm -hmm. um, what you can do is call a timeout. Mm -hmm. And in that time, the other, the other team, which is probably got, getting a surge of, of testosterone, which mm -hmm. helps them to play better, mm -hmm. that timeout will actually take that chemical down in their bloodstream. Mm -hmm. And, and, and kind of throw them off of their game, whereas it mm -hmm. gives your team a chance to reset emotionally and, and go out. Which is why you have limits on timeouts in games. Right. Can't Otherwise, too much it's of it. too much of a weapon you're always using. Yeah. Yeah. Defuse everybody's momentum. Yeah, so that's one. Another uh, technique, um, uh, we call it the 4 by 4 method. And I use this uh, lots of times when I'm doing first responding. Mm -hmm. uh, somebody is panicking. And you bring a four by four in the no, back of your truck. No, no it's not okay. a four by four that way. <laughs> it, it's a breathing technique. Hmm. 
Um, and it's geared to, I believe it's called your parasympathetic nervous system. It's geared to activate that. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, I know. It's pretty crazy. Um, what you do is simple. Breathe in for four counts. Two, three, four. Now hold it for four counts. Two, three, four. Now let it out for four counts. Two, three, four. Do that again. Repeat. One, two, three, right? Now, while you're doing it, you... You want to breathe deep with your, your gut, okay? So it's, it's much more in your diaphragm. And there's something about the nerves mm-hmm. and, and what's going on with your, your uh, brain and whatnot that you're actually telling your body everything's all right. And it can, it can settle that down. This is something that soldiers use. We use this in firefighting all the time. If you're in a, a dangerous situation and you're starting to lose it. Four by four breathing. This works in podcasting too. Does it? You feeling yeah. relaxed now? I feel good. Yeah. I feel good, man. Let's talk about something cool. <laughs> so, uh, in a situation when you're triggered, you can't you can't stay effective, but you can use a technique, and especially when that technique is linked to some sort of a habit, and make it a habit to to turn your response into a new trigger of a different routine. Is that the way you would describe it? Because you're going to have a routine. Yep. So there's sometimes where I'm, you're going to be overwhelmed. You're going to feel anxious. And if you can use your anxiety or that emotion popping up as a new trigger for a breathing technique, or we can get, get into NLP here maybe. But Yeah, that's a... You, can, you basically can create a... You can, Trigger yourself. You, you make the trigger trigger a, a relaxed response. But the yeah, there are ways you can do that in some situations, and we could have some NLP conversations. And you re- try to rewire the trigger itself to go to a different spot. Yeah, just yeah. off the bat, which can be tough sometimes, especially with family. <laughs> yes. Well, okay. So one, one, two. Three. Okay. Here's a really important piece to remember. Inside every one of us, mm-hmm. there is a monster. <laughs> there is every single one of us there is a devil inside and it uh-huh. can come forward mm-hmm. especially when triggered mm-hmm. and we can do absolutely atrocious things especially if it's something that has been uh, built up over a while you're starting to repress things and, and you're starting to build up and all of a sudden you just snap mm-hmm. right everybody's got that and, and um, that's why it's important to have some of these coping strategies another very important piece is Never, ever make a big decision when you are triggered. Mm-hmm. Right? Well, don't you think it takes a huge amount of self-awareness just to say, I am triggered? Yes. Because yeah. I was, I was going to say, I don't know if I see this at all in politics. <laughs> well, you do. You, you see a lot of people who are able to really keep it together when they hear somebody saying something. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, more so with politics lately. It's, there's a lot the of anger. Of that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Twitter is like a trigger chamber yeah and you see it you see it on both sides of the political extremes mm-hmm. um yeah uh, somebody on this side is get very rewards. triggered by what they hear by the other side and you can get re- you can get rewards for being triggered if you're with the right group if you're with a group that said we should be triggered by this you get triggered and you're like ah and they're like yeah see everybody freak out but so the idea i think when we use the word triggered mm-hmm. it it holds that idea that i've lost control of myself mm-hmm. My emotions have taken, have got the better of me. Mm-hmm. And that's something that, that you, as much as possible, you want to avoid that. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where stoicism comes in. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, that's something that, boy, our that's a deep dive generation. You just really invoke something for me, who's a, who lo- I love stoicism. But if you have never gotten into real stoicism and you hear the word stoic, you might think that's where having no feelings is involved. Yeah, that's not. I think that's a. I think that's a very crude picture of stoicism. And Conversation think, for another podcast. That's a good one. I think so. stoicism. Yeah. Okay, so in answer to the question, <laughs> can you be objective when you're triggered? Generally, no. It's dangerous mm-hmm. to stay triggered. It's dangerous to make decisions while triggered. So mm-hmm. you need to find some sort of technique. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll, I'll mention one more thing, mm-hmm. uh, another technique, um, and that is somatic. Uh, the somatic has to do with your body, and it's the understanding of how your body works in relation to your mind. Of course, anybody just is, listening doesn't know down. what you're this doing is, on this video. Is, this is how right? I calm down. <laughs> it's a trigger as a routine I created. So somatic, the, what the gist says is when you are triggered, it's like, it, it comes on like a wave and it has to crest in order to abate. Mm-hmm. And too often when we find ourselves getting emotionally intense about something, then we try and squish it down. Mm. Right. Now, the somatic technique is actually to get away for a moment and instead of trying to squish it down through breathing or through something like that, you actually let it come completely. Let the, let the full violence of your feelings rage inside you. Right. Now, you don't necessarily fan them to flame, but you just let them come all the way. And what happens is they end up cresting. So they, they say they were at a six in magnitude. They crest to a seven, eight, nine, and then and then they start to settle down. It's very similar to when when people try to stop crying. You know, something is really bothering them and they haven't cried about it. and They're doing everything they can to stop crying when really if they would just let it come on the other side of a good cry, they feel significantly better and that's exactly the same with being triggered you can actually you can actually Mm -hmm. release the pressure by actually letting it off but you need to do it in a safe place where you're not going to rip someone's head off or anything like that where the monster comes out but only in your imagination quietly to yourself in a corner that sounds like the name of a good book for you on the other side of a soft cry by scott francis what about monster in a corner we're all monsters, yeah. <laughs> Maybe. You know, there's a good Jack Handy quote that I think is kind of is about some wisdom in this type of situation, which I think it, if I remember it right, it's when somebody makes me really mad, instead of getting angry, I just put, put a picture of their face on a pumpkin and put a knife in it and leave it on their porch with a sign that says, you, and then no hard feelings. Can we even use that? Can we I put don't that know. Up? Facebook is going to get us in so much trouble for using it.